Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first. Intro first. Intro. Howdy, howdy. This is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands, and we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now. Welcome, welcome to another thrilling, I'm changing it up, not exciting, thrilling episode. I'm thrilled. Of North County Now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We are, I guess, I'm Casty Lewis. Who are you? I am Chris or Christopher Erickson. (laughs) Yeah. Going formal (laughs) today. (laughs) Nice. Um, And we are talking all things North County. We're actually expanding a little today um, when we get into what we did. I adventured out a little bit with the family, so we'll chat about that a little. Um, We're going to chat about beer, a little bit of real estate, and uh, a few other things in between. Maybe I might get a, I think there's a test for me or something like that somewhere in here. <laughs> there's, so. a, there's a new segment towards the end and it's called what's in Cassidy's head or what's in Cassidy's oh brain. So uh, we'll get to that at it's the end. Scary and- place. <laughs> 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 we have uh we have random questions that we're going to pull and, and see what comes out, you know? So if you want to hear <sighs> what's in his brain, stay tuned. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's pretty much what we're getting into. Let's do it. Yeah, where can we find you, sir? Oh yeah, at Cassidy Lewis Re on Instagram. Um, I was super active when I was when we were stuck in the snow. I was super active on Instagram. I know so. that's the most we've seen you in in, in <laughs> decades. I want to say has Instagram been around decades? Probably not, but <laughs> I haven't had it for decades. Okay, uh, yeah, and that that's what we'll get into starting off. You can find me. I am at Chris Erickson. If you guys have so last week at the end. If you listened all the way through how to win some free swag, I'm going to re re say it real quick. Uh, just hit us up. Uh, hello at North County CA. We have two excellent podcast shirts for you, an L nice. or XL. So first two people getting in here, um, we got them for you. So hit us up. Just put the subject as t-shirts. Hello at North County CA as in North County, California.com. And if you guys uh, know anybody who wants to be on, hit us up doing some interviews, yep. Zoom style, super easy. So usually about 45 minutes, reach out. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. All right. Let's, so let's share. What do we get into? Um, so we got, we had um, planned a, a long time ago, Braden's one wish for his birthday, which is coming up this Saturday. Actually, you're listening on Tuesday. So just happy, passed, happy, but. happy birthday. Happy yep. post birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Braden's turned five, which is super exciting. And his one wish was to see the snow. He's seen it before, but I mean, to go to the snow, let's put it that way. And um, we, we were getting a little anxious because it hadn't snowed in <laughs> months, I think. Yeah. I've been Big Bear in Lake Arrowhead. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we were already planning, like, we'll drive up to Big Bear and just like go to Snow Summit and just not ski or snowboard or anything, but at least just let them see the snow there. Cause you know, it's going to be there. Um, and all of a sudden the week before rain was on the forecast, snows forecasted. So, um, it snow, we drove up on Saturday and it had snowed Friday night. So, uh, the whole chains required checkpoint. Um, luckily 
don't even have to get out of the car because just flip my truck into four wheel drive and they just have and they just ask you it's kind of funny they don't like double check that it's a four by four they just say four wheel drive and you say yes and you keep driving is it like chp up there or who's who's monitoring the uh i, th- I think it's chp or it's caltrans or one of those i'm not exactly sure um somebody in an orange vest um, okay. i can't remember if it was i don't remember um but a whole bunch of people pulled over to putting their chains on and we get to just cruise right through and the roads were in good shape um going up so which is always kind of the you know it's a little nerve-wracking on the way up yeah um and it after that you know so there's a whole bunch of snow on the ground when we got there which was super fun did some sledding um that night it snowed more and the next day it snowed more um I've never, I don't think I've ever been to Lake Arrowhead, like in my memory, at least maybe when I was little, but, um, so it was super fun walking along the lake, like having a snowball fight on the beach <laughs> at the lake was just super fun. Um, and it dumped, <laughs> we just got absolutely covered in snow. Um, we stayed in a little house, which was super fun. Um, and it had a little sled hill right in the backyard which was perfect. Epic. That's where you, so that's where do. you want it. Yeah. So all you had to do is walk down, um, built some, you know, little jumps for the boys on their sleds. And, uh, it was a super, it was super fun time. Uh, a couple of hiccups we planned on, you know, getting the traditional, uh, mountain meals of pizza, which is somehow, I don't know why that always ends up being a good. Oh, solid. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It is. Um, I think that's uh, everybody's yeah that's yeah it's in our fam too yeah and saturday night when we got up there at like five o'clock we're like okay that's cool let's order the pizza either i'll go pick it up or we'll have it delivered uh pizza place closed early okay um the other one i mean there's a couple of them uh and the other one we called 16 times and the phone never <laughs> picked up <laughs> i guess everybody got up there like so and literally pizza. we connected with one and they're like oh we're closing early and Chelsea's like like when when are you closing they're like now we're not taking any more orders (laughs) (laughs) so i'm not exactly sure why i picked up the phone but um so we had no food for saturday night so you know got the got in the truck and uh, ran to the little market that was close to us and got a nice take and bake pizza so so you still got pizza it was uh just not not the uh (laughs) big bear uh or lake arrowhead special tea yeah, exactly. Um, and that ended up being kind of our, uh, <laughs> that was an issue the whole time we were there, finding, getting food, just because it, it, I mean, roads didn't get cleared until, you know, eight hours after it snowed each time. So um, we'd be, you know, we were just kind of stuck and, which was fine. We made the best of it, had crackers and cheese for a lunch and <laughs> <laughs> one day, but you know, it's, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um and I, I do in a heartbeat again, and you're actually doing it in heart in, you know, a couple of days. Yep. Yep. When this podcast drops, I will probably be coming back down the hill. So I'll, maybe I'll listen to it. I don't know. Maybe I'll listen to our <laughs> podcast coming down the hill and, <laughs> and reflect how it was. Uh, yeah, that's what we'll be going to. That actually is my local discovery of the week is a oh, little nice. road trip to big bear. So nice. Um, but yeah, I want to see, so I get some tips and give our people yeah. some tips, anybody cruising up. So going up four wheel drive or chain, I mean, it was, I just checked nothing right now, but 
you know, in normal time. So there is actually, I've just, the only time I've been up there when those are required was with my folks or when I was a kid mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So I never, you never have to worry about that. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. dad's taking care of it or whatever. Yeah. I'm dad well, now this dad's time. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there is actually checkpoints going or there's like a, a place to pull over. I mean, we don't yeah. have four wheel drive, so we're going to be cruising yep. up, bringing our chains. I don't think we'll have an issue just how the storms are laying out, but you never know. I mean, we had, we had yeah. to get chains. Oh, so we had, <laughs> we went to mammoth about this time last year. What is it? Yeah. It was kind yeah. of the beginning of February and you never know. So we had these, but our buddies down in orange, uh, orange County in uh, ocean beach mm-hmm. and they have the same car as us. So we borrowed their chains. We didn't need their chains going up there. It was clear. It was no, so it was pretty, pretty, uh, I mean, it was hard to find snow up there. Let's say that it was mm-hmm. just all rock hard up there once we got up there, but <laughs> so no chains were needed. Roads were clear. Everything was good. We had them in our, in the wife's car for the past year. Cause they were just like, Oh, just keep them. We don't need them. We don't need them yet. You know, like <laughs> they met up a few times, uh, my wife and, and, uh, and Emily and they, they tried to meet up a few times, but COVID, so it got pushed back. Da, 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 da. So finally, about three, two, three weeks ago, they finally met up, got the chains back, and then <laughs> now you need them. Then she planned the, <laughs> the trip to Big Bear, and we're like, well, we could go back down to OB and get them, or just have Amazon deliver them. So we told yep. our friend, and she was very upset. She's like, she was steaming. She's like, Are you guys <laughs> kidding me? After all this time, you've had them in your car, and finally been could use them, but. Um, yeah, hopefully we don't have to use them. I pr- I'll practice. I'll do a practice round like I did when we went up to Mammoth yep. just to throw them on the car. Yep. And uh, our buddy they're Tyler, I saw. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Uh, they have the chain version too. These are just kind of like wire version, I guess. Like a little yep. goes yep. across tires, just a few bungee cords. I mean, whatever. Yep. They're not really bungees, but little spring-loaded yep. things. And uh, I saw Tyler um, to make the yard games went up last weekend too. And he shot us up. He shot me a picture. He's like, is this your guys's uh, company? And it was like a little shack with a compass sign on it. <laughs> I was like, where, where are you at? My, my buddy Jamie sent me that too. Mm. Um, yeah. It's just like a little, sh- it looks like a little shack. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, That's great. That's great. We're, we're other companies uh, everywhere, even up in Big Bear. And uh, he, he is from Northern California and he put on his chains and his little caption was, you know, feeling like it, it basically was like the first time he's ever done it, even though he grew yeah. up in NorCal, went to the mountains all the time. It was like, don't really feel like I, you know, like a yeah. NorCal without doing this. So, um, you know, I kind of want to do it just to kind of, you know, like a little, uh, yeah, pass- a rite of passage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out there, dad with the chains and, but at the same time, just much easier not to. So, Oh, it's way cleaner too. That's the big thing. Like yeah. taking them off they're a mess they're you know covered in asphalt and snow i didn't even think of that (laughs) because i guess when i did it in my garage last year or it was clean yeah yeah, i was like oh perfect roll back pop a mom boop boop it was about you know 57 degrees out so it wasn't too cold (laughs) (laughs) i guess in the snow it's a whole different story but um cool and then 28 driving up so um you know bring gloves too Especially putting chains on your hands just feel like they fall off. Yeah. They'd be done for. Uh, so, okay. So they have, how far up the mountain does it, does it depend? I guess on the, it's actually, it's, it's, um, no, I don't think so because there's only really one pull off that's big enough. Um, they might, I I don't know if they close the mountain down completely, like and start down below maybe if it's really bad, but I don't, I can't imagine it being more snow than we saw. 
Yeah. Like I told you the neighbor across the street said it was the most snow he's seen in three years. So, yeah. um, I think that that checkpoints the the main one. And I think you're like five miles out of Arrowhead. Okay. When you get to that checkpoint. Okay. And you like, guys went to Arrow. So if you were going to big bear, you're going another, you know, another five minutes minute. or whatever. Yeah. 30, 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Um, so yeah. And it, you know, obviously it slows way down. Um, uh, and you know, it's, it's not that, I mean, you, it's way different than driving to mammoth just cause mammoth is flat roads. It's high desert getting yeah. up to the mountains where this is, if you're afraid of heights, like I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I've driven that road many a times and I know it closed down yeah. for a while cause it got blown out with like a something, yeah. the road collapse or whatever, uh, yeah. going up the, I guess it's the 38 up the front. Um, yeah, I think yeah, we did. Is. Yeah. We, I don't, know which one the main one is the one that started that goes through arrowhead and or to arrowhead yeah and then goes off to big bear the backside one i think is the one that got blown out right is that no is i that? think it was oh sorry i think it was the 18 is going up the front so oh, the 18 so that's the 18 that's what yeah we yeah you go up the that's the windy go back and forth and mm-hmm. you go through running springs up to mm-hmm. how close is running is running springs i think arrowhead's past that right oh arrowhead oh, okay you you cut <laughs> off i got you okay I was yeah. confused. I always thought when we went up, you'd go, but I, you go through running springs, mm-hmm. uh, but you cut off and go left into Lake Arrowhead, which is like a, yeah. a little, yep. but I've always, I guess I've, I've never been to Lake Arrowhead, I guess myself. I yeah. I've been to Big Bear That's and what running I was springs. Thinking. Okay. Cause I've seen, yeah. you see I the mean, signs we, going up the whole time, but. Right. Yeah. And I've been, you know, I've been to Big Bear, I don't know, a hundred times in my life, maybe a little less, but um, growing up, we went a lot. Yeah. And I, n- I just can't remember ever going to Airhead, which mm-hmm. is kind of bizarre. Yeah. Um, because it's a cool little village. Um, they are definitely not as set up as Big Bear is for cleaning roads and all that. Like, oh, it was yeah. very evident that um, they weren't getting to everything as quickly. Yeah. Um, and we absolutely got buried on our day we were leaving. Yeah. Uh, it took me, I told you, it took me like I an know, hour I was texting you back 15 and then, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> digging yeah. out. It took me an hour and 15 minutes to dig out my truck because they clear the roads, but it just, if this house we stayed in didn't have a driveway. So we just had to park on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about that minor detail that I have three and a half feet of snow to dig out <laughs> <laughs> all around me. I mean, yeah. it was on, it was on all sides. Um, and it was a workout <laughs> and me and another, another dad, uh, that was parked in front of me. We're doing it at the exact same time. And he's like, did you guys have like a time you're trying to leave? And I'm like, no, we're f- somewhat flexible. We're trying to get out of here while it's daylight. And he's like, and I said, how about you? And he's like noon. And I'm like, uh, it's 12.05. And you just started digging. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a while. <laughs> didn't quite get out yet. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and one of the other funny, I'll, I'll be done with my arrowhead is we are driving down. And so, you know, you've got the huge, thing of snow on top of the roof you know and we had a bunch of the bed of the truck too which was you know fun to have snowball fights in san leo hills yesterday um (laughs) but the big one on the roof you know just kept pieces would come off randomly you know it was melting slowly and all of a sudden we're in i think riverside or yeah or paris or one of those towns near riverside yeah and traffic comes to a screeching halt and all of the snow, like, I mean, a huge portion of the snow comes down my windshield and over my hood 
and just covers the window. It was pretty funny because we could like, <laughs> like hear uh, it. We could hear it. We could hear it sliding, and we're like, "Oh god, here it goes!" And luckily, we were stopping, but it went like it just completely covered the front of the truck. It was pretty funny. Yeah, those pictures that I saw on your Insta was like uh, a, a ton of snow. Yeah, because most yeah. of the times you go up to Big Bear, it just snowed, or there's a little bit here there. Mm-hmm. one time when we did go up, that's why we stayed in running Springs. I was just talking to my mom mm-hmm. about it and that's where uh, we were kids mm-hmm. and it was one of those, we got snowed in. So we got stuck a few mm-hmm. times. Nobody had, uh, I don't know. We had a van or our, our family we were with had a van. So there's a steep hill going down to like where we were staying and everybody's slipping and sliding. And, you know, it was just <laughs> kind of a, a fun adventure <laughs> uh, and one of the, our, our friend's mom, mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was. I must've been eight, 10, 12, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably eight because, uh, her, she had, uh, she was pregnant and gave birth up there in the middle of a snowstorm. Wow. And, yeah. And, uh, we all got snowed in and luckily, so we were staying in this cabin. It was like two families together. Mm-hmm. hanging out you know partying everybody goes to bed um she if somebody wakes up the kids somebody is like throwing up and mm-hmm. like oh yeah it must have been the tacos we had for dinner and then uh the only reason somebody got up is because she had to go to the hospital to <laughs> go deliver the baby so a few people are rumbling through the house and a few other people are getting sick and like we found out like we were all getting um poisoned by a co2 because there was a a wood burning law or wood burning fire place in the place. And mm-hmm. we had used uh, one of the Dura flames and apparently mm-hmm. you're not supposed to do that. Not a wood burning. <laughs> it was, it was like whatever kind of stove. It was like a certain like, kind of stove that yeah. you are supposed to only use wood. We used a Dura flame and it poisoned everybody. But luckily my friend, now he's my buddy, my friend's mom went to labor with him. So woke up everybody in the house and now we're all alive from it. So <laughs> it was like a, <laughs> But that was, I remember looking, there's a picture of us all lined up from the stairs and looking out where there's a big glass uh, window looking, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, whatever the deck out there. And it was no joke, probably like, you know, five, six foot of snow back there. It was, yeah, it it was like your picture. It was like crazy. Like that was a lot of snow. So. It was a t- yeah, a ton of snow, and and it's still. I mean, you're gonna see it this weekend, but uh, it's still coming too. Um, yeah. I just sent it to Chelsea that Mammoth. You can't even get to Mammoth right now. They have so much snow. It's the 395 is closed right past Bishop, so that whole stretch to get up to Mammoth is not open. <laughs> so if you're up there Wild. and you're snowboarding, yeah. you're yeah. unlucky. That's like when we used to live <laughs> up in Tahoe. A few times the roads got shut down, but we live there. And so, you know, there would be, there'd still be a bunch of people on the mountain, but, but you know, you get those fresh days with nobody out because they couldn't get up the, the, the 80 freeway and stuck. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's the (laughs) benefit of living up there, but the dream, yeah, the the dream, the dream. Yeah. (laughs) The little headline I saw was like, man, it's going to get 10 feet. So, um, it was like, wow, they're going to ski till July 4th now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just saw up in big bear, all the roads are open. We'll see about when I get out there. Um, I was kind of basing off our weather here, but I guess it's a totally different, I mean, the storm will roll through here, but it'll probably hit there a little harder. So yeah, we will see. Um, gotta be, uh, I guess I gotta be a dad and drive in the snow and (laughs) maybe put on chains and kind of do all that adult stuff, you know? I know. I know. I was, I did all the, the pickups and, 
you know, dinner runs and all that stuff, um, which was, you know, it's part of being a dad. You're, you're no, the one it, that yeah. has, is going to be the one stuck in a snowbank somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Listening I'm to excited, podcasts dude. until. Be, yeah. <laughs> it's an adventure though. It's like, you yeah. know, you got to, you know, it's, it's, it'll be fun. I'm excited to get up yeah, there. It's going to be great. There's going to be hopefully, I mean, there will be snow. Um, I'm assuming plenty of snow. When you did go up, you guys went up on a Saturday. Yeah, we went up Saturday. Uh, morning, afternoon. Morning, we left around nine. And and how was the? I mean, it was dumping then. So I'm just trying to plan out and see for anybody else going up there. Like, mm-hmm. was it a good time to leave? We're going Sunday, yeah. but yeah, no, it was fine. Um, no, no traffic. Um, and uh, you know, obviously, it was before like the snow really came. So, I mean, it had snowed, but it wasn't like it was when we left. Yeah. So, you know, it, there was traffic. Once you got to that checkpoint, I think we probably waited 20 minutes to get to yeah. the checkpoint. So that was about it. Um, I'd with every road trip, I would say leave early. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're That's going it. through LA and then leave after traffic, <laughs> leave in the middle of the night, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to the morning. Uh, yeah. So I just try to plan it out because we're leaving Sunday, going to go up and trying to think because just plan. Well, actually, I guess the mountains, they're probably some sort of, um, I just hopped on Big Bear site, you know, Summit and uh, um, up there and they're all mm-hmm. sold out except for night skiing. So oh, wow. I guess if everybody is, I, I you know, some, some of those days, I remember going up to Mountain High, we used to have passes to Mountain High after I came back from Tahoe and you know, to live in Tahoe, then you go to mountain high, you're like, what is this? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, it wasn't quite the same, but going up there anytime, right after a big snow or a big storm, you know, you're, you you, you know, even if it was like the first snow in a little bit, or, you know, it had been a few days before dude going in there was packed. So I'm just trying to like, when are the snowboarders going to go there? When are they going to be done? (laughs) Um, you would, you would assume Friday, Saturday are going to be the huge, huge days for driving. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Right. So Sunday, yeah. we should yep. be all right. Yep. Fingers crossed yeah. for you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. just looking too. So we usually go up the, Oh, my screen froze, but so there's actually three ways to get up. You go up the backside and from here, which you go like up the two fifteen, and then you go through like Hesperia, kind of like you're going towards Vegas. And then, mm-hmm. um, you cut off on before you get to the, to Barstow, you cut oh, off yeah. and you, you go up the backside and that'll get you to, it looks like more of a kind of more of that mammoth style where you're just yeah. going up a hill and you know, it's not the the front, which like you said is, is <laughs> not the most yeah. fun way to go up. So well, even, like, I mean that the grade though, the, still the, um, what's that grade before you get to the 395? Um, oh, I can never remember the name of it. There's that steep section, um, after the two fifteen and the 15 come back together. Yeah. And, and that's what you need to take to get up to that back route, but that you get snow there sometimes. Oh like yeah. We've had times where it's um, just like a dusting. Thank goodness, because it's, you're going 65 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but they do get some snow in there too sometimes. So yeah. and I imagine they probably did this past weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's right. in that back road into I, I don't even know how long that would take. Seem, that says that seems, like three and a half, three twenty four. It's saying from like North so. County, so so like, another hour and a half. Yeah, took, and then yeah. oh, although to Big Bear though, I don't know. 
Yeah, I think I'll say two about two to Arrowhead, right? Okay, so yeah, yeah, two to Arrowhead. If you go just straight up the front way, where you went to Big Bear, this is gets you to like Summit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about two forty. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah, good. about forty minutes past there. And then if you go, which the way I'm kind of thinking about going is up to eighteen, which is that kind of the back way, um, not as curvy. And it yeah. looks like it only takes another fifteen minutes. So I might. Do I that. think the eighteen is the one we took. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and it's a nice, it's a two lane road all the way up both ways. So, um, I just remember one being super narrow, like one being more narrow than the other. Yeah. I could be wrong, but it's because it's been a while, but. Oh no, there's two 18. So you, yeah, there's an 18 that goes through arrowhead and then mm-hmm. on the very backside, there's a, it, it's not, well, it doesn't look connected, but you go through redlands and then kind of cut through the east side of um okay yeah there so yeah there's two 18s but yep yeah so little weekend adventures to big bear that's your local discovery of the week about three hours from san diego and uh you hit those i'm excited to see yeah there's and it's super fun most people i was telling the kids and they were like okay dad whatever (laughs) as we were driving home it was come we were coming down twin oaks or coming down stanley hill road and you know it was probably four o'clock but the ocean was just bright and sunny and i said guys how cool is this that we live in a place where you can be in the mountains in playing in the snow in the morning and if dad wasn't exhausted from digging the truck out <laughs> you could be at the you could be at the beach in the afternoon yeah so <laughs> so it's it pretty you know it's always cool to remember but i was just thinking as i'm i have a haircut today um i'm gonna go up Twin o- or up to Twin Oaks Way right now, and I guarantee those mountains are going to be as white as white can be. Oh so. yeah, it's going to be looking pretty up there. Yep. Yep. So, so. all right, pretty fun, fun yep. times. Right now it's thirty eight degrees up there, and there's a little not bit bad. more snow coming this week. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I love to see it snow, but not gonna, not not um, thinking it's gonna. Well, there will oh. be a lot on the ground. Yeah, exactly. And That's right. Still I, be the, nice kids, and fluffy. the kids will love it. Yeah. My little guy's going to dig it, so it'll be fun. All right. Now, this kind of ties into it, too, because I'm sure this is where you had your beer of the week. Where was your, where'd your beer of the week come from? I drink a lot of Ashland <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> but, but I did. I, I mean, I brought up um, a couple of Virgin, one, Virgin beers um, that were delicious, but um, it's kind of fitting that this time around though it is from pizza port and it is taste for adventure Ooh, it is okay. my beer of the week very IPA. nice um as always a legit can i mean they do such a good job with their graphics and stuff but it is a 7.0 ipa nice yeah delicious what, is it pretty similar to their other i know that all the pizza yeah. ports are always kind of like super danky and like yeah west coasty yeah. and um yeah just kind of real i like to call them real thick real real yep. non-juicy yep. kicks you in the teeth <laughs> right from the start <laughs> nice. did you have it up there uh, but yeah it was yeah i did um brought a couple of those up and it was delicious good uh, there are some breweries and stuff up there too um that i didn't get to there's a pizza place um eddie something or others um, that i was really hoping to get to but we were somewhat snowed in and it was up the hill. So I wasn't yeah. ready to do that. <laughs> you're like, nah, not going to. And your no. four by four was fine up there. I mean, you got a heavy truck, big guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
on the night that I went out, <laughs> I think it was, yeah, the night that I went out to uh, get our take and bake pizza um, because, you know, it was 28 degrees, 30 degrees, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was very icy. So I okay. may have fishtailed four times, I think, between the market <laughs> and the house, which was uh, less than two miles away. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that was the only time after that, you know, during the day it's fine because everything kind of melts as you yeah. drive over it. But at night it was, it was sketch sketchy. At night. Yeah. Yep. All right. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> but, but yeah, good beer. Um, one of the cool things about being in the mountains is, uh, and being stuck in the house is beers. Get flowing. to enjoy beer. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to plan ahead. Now that's a good little tips because I didn't even think about food and like, I think we just need to go stocked and then, you know, yeah. if hopefully do some takeout and some to go stuff, but yeah, if it, if it is busy or if there's snow or if people are shutting down, like who knows? Yeah. yeah it's, so. it's, that was our only thing. We, our only takeaway was, was to stock up. Cause even our, our last night there, we were kind of in the same situation where nothing was open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we ended up, uh, just going to Seder brothers real quick and grabbing food to cook at the, at the house because there was, nowhere that was open for takeout <laughs> yeah so yeah good to know yep uh that that's your tidbit of the week as well that's my yeah that's my mountain tip of the week which <laughs> i wish i had like last week we could i know good i'm glad we're having this conversation now so i'm a horrible planner and i know my wife's getting all the clothes and all this but if i could come through with like a little bit of the uh you know the food and the yeah think about this so yep now, now we're go. good now we're good all right <laughs> My beer of the week comes from local brewery, Coronado Brewing Company, Stay Coastal. Nice. It is a bronze medal winner, American style IPA, 2019 Great American Beer Fest, or Gab Gabf, as they, <laughs> as they usually write it. Uh, bursting with tropical dankness, beer is everything you want from a San Diego style IPA. It's bright, bursting with hot fruity, fru- fruitiness, and refreshingly dry. Crack one open and get ready to for get ready to feel those weekend vibes it's the weekend vibes ipa um it's like three times i think in our podcasting that that's been a beer of the week yeah yeah it's just yeah um i was trying to think of the other i I got a something else but i couldn't remember what style it was but i did have one of these in my fridge so i was like oh i do yeah i did have some of those and they are quite tasty so good Yep. So I was reading um, the bronze medal winner and I was like, what, you know, it seems like a lot of these beers have won medals or kind of, you know, what, how, what's the um, criteria for this or how many people mm-hmm. are in there? So I read through their story a little bit, which I'll go through in a minute, but um, kind of Coronado Brewing's uh, their story of, I mean, they're one of the OGs here, but this is the last little post in their, I guess, blog or style, but uh, 23, 23 years in Coronado is still raising the bar on craft beer in San Diego. Uh, their team took home two medals at the 2019 Gab, a silver <laughs> medal for their free booter barley wine and a bronze for a weekend vibes IPA in the competition's second largest category, American IPA, 362 entries. So not bad coming in third out of 362. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I wonder, I don't know what the largest category is, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's not too shabby. Yeah, not shabby at all. I if I was to do a top ten list of my favorite IPAs, that would definitely be up there. Yeah, it's it's just so it's really good and kind of can't miss. You know, any any situation, it's a great IPA. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, 
I just like when you crack it open, just the smell that comes out of that one. It's like, wow, that that's like uh, that. I don't even know how to explain it. Cause my, not my schnoz is not the best <laughs> smeller, <laughs> but um, it just, it's like that kind of fresh hop uh, yep. smell coming out of there, like clean. It's real nice. Um, Agreed. So they open their door. Can I read you a little history of, of Coronado? Yeah. Okay. No, you can't. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to anyway, so I'm going to have to mute Casty. Uh, so they opened their doors to the Beach Town Brew Pub on, what well, you guessed it, Coronado Island in 1996. Um, they just wanted to be a good place, great beer, good meal, and a laid-back atmosphere. Uh, now their beers are available coast-to-coast, so they kind of, uh, they've, they've grown since then. But in 1996, uh, two brothers, Ron and Rick Chapman, they decided, I mean, they were actually way ahead of the the brew curve. Um, they opened their brew pub in their hometown of Coronado on August 30th, 1996, back in the day. Um, and they found themselves uh, in an industry of one of five in San Diego at the time. I thought that was kind of crazy. There were <laughs> there was five craft breweries at the time. I'm guessing one was Stone, one was Carl. Um, I, don't I don't know the other two. Yeah, I don't Maybe uh, Green Flash? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's probably so, close. I mean, yeah, there couldn't have been, and then one other. Maybe I know Lightning over in Poway was here a long time ago and they came back. Maybe it was them. Mm-hmm. So not sure. But <laughs> crazy. Um 1998, they started to grow. They had their first keg of Coronado Golden sold at Hotel Dell. So that was kind of when they nice. started a little distro. Um 2004. Oh, they didn't. Wow. They didn't bottle till 2004. So eight years in. I guess that, that was kind of not unheard of at the time, but um, they've it's gotten they've, easier. Yeah. I guess it's a little bit, they didn't have to, now they have mobile canning and you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot, a lot easier of a style of a, of a thing to do, but mm-hmm. they purchased their bottling line from mud shark brewing out of Lake Havasu, Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. their first bottled beers were Coronado golden mermaids, red and Islander IPA and point Loma Porter. I think they still have those three golden red so. and IPA. Not yep. so sure about the point Loma Porter, but have you ever seen that around? No, but I don't look for porters. Oh uh, yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> I, I think I need some warm porters for this for this trip up north. Um, yeah, that yeah. sounds like a good uh, mountain beer, even though you're IPA. But I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go something I'm warming. <laughs> uh, let's see here. 2006, they expanded their brew pub. Um, just made it bigger, bigger barrels, bigger brewing. 2012, they they came onto the mainland. That's funny because Coronado is not really an island, but it, it no. is. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, no, it's not. It's a peninsula. But yeah, they, they came in <laughs> 2012. <laughs> they they came to San Diego's Tecolote Canyon area. I think they're still there actually, and they just had a lot more brewing um, capacity there. Mm-hmm. 2014, they went to the World Beer Cup. They went. Uh, sorry, they won the title of the World Beer Cup Champion, Best Midsize Brewery and Brewmaster along with the gold medal for Islander IPA. That was in 2014. Uh, and they opened up their third location in Imperial Beach. Uh, 20 years in 2016. Um, they have some award-winning beers, but they still want their little motto, stay coastal. And then 2019, that's when they won that one. And kind of, it must have been right around that time. They, it looks like, I think they started like rebranding and kind of, you know, doing that stuff where mm-hmm. they're, you know, uh, you remember the old Coronado bottles and- yep kind of like simple and nothing. I mean, it was cool. It was just, yeah. you got used to their style, but um, now they're, even their cans are pretty, are pretty simple too. Uh, yeah. 
but you know very, everything kind of matches and everything goes together and it's they they did they've done a really good job yeah yeah i like it and then i don't know when they started brewing the the uh weekend vibes but um do you know have you seen salty crew the um yeah the the collab with them yeah so i yeah. i've seen isn't that a blonde i think that's a blonde I think so yeah i think i've had it on the golf course a few times um yeah so salty crew is a local kind of brand uh lifestyle company fishing surfing kind of I don't know, like a kind of that beachy, uh, not even yeah. beachy, but yeah, like a lifestyle, active lifestyle, a lot of yeah. fishing and stuff. Uh, but yeah, they they teamed up. I didn't know that they collabed, but they signed a, a multi-year deal with them. So they're gonna. It sounds like they'll be doing some, at least putting out that beer, which is kind of cool, like a little collab with a, a beer company and a in a lifestyle yeah. brand company. That's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it is their Blondale. Yep, and it's a. Uh, it, I'll say this. I do not like blondes. I don't like <laughs> the, the ales. Uh, but this one I've accidentally got on the golf course a few times and I'm, it was tasty. It was, it was good. I, I liked it. <laughs> it wasn't too blonde. It wasn't too that back end blonde taste. I don't know, but it was good. So that is my beer of the week. Cool. Cor- Coronado Sash. And history. History of Coronado Brewing. And history, like yeah. It. Yeah, yep. I love that brew pub spot down there. Can't wait till they can open back up so I can go over there. They have really, really good food. And, and obviously, I, I know you've, list. you've told me in the past, do they have specialty beers there that are like just at that spot or kind of just like in their tasting rooms? I think so. Yeah, I think they do. I, I don't. A lot, yeah, I, I'd say probably a little less specialty now just because they've started canning more and more. Oh yeah. Like for a long time they only canned like four beers, but like right when Weekend Vibes before it was even canned, we got to try it there. Um whatever it was, a year and change maybe a year and a half ago, something like that. So I think a lot of the ones that they're like testing are like to before it goes to canning, I think they serve. So yeah, yeah. you get to try out some things beforehand. Yeah. So very nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like it's those little spot. those little um kind of like they, they test them out in the tasting rooms and yep only get them there member yep. tasting rooms those were fun um yeah well now you can go back in them i, <laughs> I mean that's, say the, uh, we, we're not on the stay-at-home order anymore which i you know i don't think we anybody actually listened to it uh, other yeah. than the city of encinitas <laughs> <laughs> they were they were cracking down but i've seen a bunch of people around here uh alehouse btr is opening this weekend um version yep. did you see that they got their beer garden blown split. away yeah yeah so they're wild they're like yeah we could open, oh, open. No, oh, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> i know they did it they did a good job posting on instagram uh with you know yeah we can open and oh no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their their tent was in a in a bush down the road <laughs> i know or on the side yep. of the brewery yeah yep. it was uh that that one was no joke did it get cranking up there too or is it Not just really. mellow which is weird no, it's pretty mellow yeah, yeah. it's pretty mellow um but yeah, you guys got hit hard. Yeah, it was. The it, I, I went to the beach that morning, and just the the ocean was so crazy looking. Just the yeah. amount of energy out there, and the waves, how far out they were breaking. It looked. It looks. I mean, it was the ocean is Eerie. always kind of frightening, but um, yeah. yeah, this was scary. Like if you you know kind of get accidentally washed in, or you're accidentally out on a boat or something, you're like, oh, yeah. dude, stuck in a storm. That would 
be no joke. And just standing like on the bluff top, it was, it was, uh, I mean, it's trying to blow my hat off, but it was kind of one of those step forward kind of yeah. pushes you back a little bit. Yep. And, well, and, and super high tides too. I mean, yet today, even it was, uh, I've seen a bunch of posts where Grandview, you're pretty much jumping off the stairs into the water. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the ocean looks pretty crazy right now. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't still, go still right does. Either, still but... has a little bit. Of, yeah. Still just has a little bit of that residual storm look. Yeah. Green, little, the green color. <laughs> that little greenish brown hue. Yeah. 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 Grandview is probably not horrible because you don't have like the mo- closest outlet would be like Ponto and then, which I guess isn't too far away, but, and then to the South, whatever it's Cardiff. But um, other than that, yeah, I mean, you're just getting run off from the, from the bluffs and that kind of stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, still not ideal, I would say, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, that wind was blowing and there's this big tree out front of my house and it was just cranking and cranking and cranking. And my boy was at school all day and he was like, by the time he came home, his it's outdoor. He was like, mm-hmm. uh, kind of beaten. He's like, I'm like <laughs> his whole attitude was like, I'm over Like I, Cold, I like, get tired. me out of this. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Wind, wind this blown. isn't fun. Yeah. Wind blown. Yeah. yeah. It, took, it sucked the energy out of him. And then it just kept blowing through the night or into the night. I, I turned to my wife. I turned to Julie. I said, is this, is it just this? This is how we live now. Just windy like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Went for like 24 hours, which is rare here. It was crazy, but yep. all right. Um, moving right along um, in our, every week we get into a little bit of a real estate minute mm-hmm. and share a story or kind of what's happening, a little update uh, you know, give, give our, give our folks a little bit of insight into behind the scenes and what's going on in the real estate game. So what are we, what are we bringing to them this week? Uh, has our update been the same exact thing for 365 days yet or no? Has it no, been probably about inventory? 300. So we saw about two okay. months. So we hit that 365 <laughs> right, right <laughs> after March is when everybody, the first lockdown, everybody hopped back in the, in the game and yep. inventory fell to zero. But. So market update, it is an extreme seller's market. <laughs> yeah. There is no inventory. And if you want to sell, it will, if you want to sell right now, it will sell quickly. Uh, you might even be able to price like 500 grand over what it's worth. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But no, I mean, it's crazy out there. I mean, there's a ton of buyers and nothing on the market. So, um, and we had a little, we had a win though this past week. Um, you want to explain? Yeah. So it just in any market, I mean, this market, any market, uh, we've said it many a times. I mean, just kind of in business and life, communication is is key, being on top of things, getting your ducks in a row. So writing offers, you know, um, in a competitive market, just being in touch with that listing agent and kind of let them know, where you're at, uh, you know, a situation might come up where you're not the highest offer or you're not the best offer, but there is ways to, to go in. And there's the only way to do this is to have that communication online open with the agent on the other side, the listing agent, and potentially, you know, talk to your clients. And if they want to, you know, maybe come up a little bit or be more competitive or give them a chance to, to get their yeah. offer accepted. Um, a lot of people, well, I can't speak for anybody, but, um, you know, sometimes as a buyer, you think you could just 
put your offer in and that's the end of it. But you know, that's not because we, yeah. we've had it happen and where Actually, you couple, come back in and amend it. And yeah, yep. a couple of them and, you know, maybe bring the offer up, bring the terms up, you know, change yep. things to make that more, that much more appealing to the seller. Yep. Um, and, and ultimately get your offer accepted, which yeah, we, we, we just did with some lovely first time home buyers. So, yep. uh, part of the thing too is, I don't know how, but she, um, I mean, I know how, but just reach out to, to contact she had. And since we've had a good reputation, it kind of helped sell our offer with our clients mm-hmm. a little bit more because we've been through the ringer and been through, I mean, this market, especially, uh, yeah. and, and have just built, uh, uh, especially in this situation, enough relationships where it actually meant something, you know, like, yeah. how are these guys yeah. in a transaction Are that, you know, other than the offer being written, you know, it's also the, the, the agents you're working with. So, um, yep. I think a big win for the week and just a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of, yeah. you, you can improve your offer if need be sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's a good, and it's always, it's so funny. It's to make this real estate minute, two minutes, but it's always, <laughs> <laughs> it's always kind of a delicate balance of being obnoxious, uh, and bugging the listing agent and kind of giving them, a little bit of space because you know that they're getting hounded, especially right now. Um, and then kind of just asking the questions at the right time. Yeah. And not, you know, you know, being um, obnoxious. Sometimes you got to be obnoxious if you're not getting answers back or anything like that, but um, it's kind of just a delicate balance. It's probably my favorite part of the business too, is creating that, you know, relationship where it, it, it means everything. It's not, you know, this is how we get, especially now it means more now than ever. But I mean, we um, gained clients last year from, you know, they switched agents because their agent wouldn't pick up the phone and make a phone call to see what was going on and what, you know, what could happen or what needed to happen. And um, that's, that is absolutely hundred percent. Our, one of our big strengths is, not being afraid to to ask the hard questions. Yeah. Cause we like, we like asking them. <laughs> <laughs> ask and ye shall receive. It's amazing. Yeah. Kind of information you'll get just by asking the questions. Sometimes a little bit harder to dig yeah. out, but sometimes you're yeah. psh, open the floodgates. Yeah. Tell me everything. <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Write the offer for me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Good. Good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. No, so, so, I mean, that's just a, a huge part right now, especially is just having that, uh, you know, work with us. We'll help you. Yep. Get it, get it done. Give us a buzz. Hit us up at hello at northcountyca.com. Yeah. That's our team email address. So it'll go to both of us and maybe you'll hear from Casty or me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe. What times you should be, you should hear from one of us. So yeah, you'll hear from one of us for sure. (laughs) What time's your heart out, sir? How much time do you have? You got 10 minutes. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds good. We just have. A, I just want to okay. see how many, how much longer we have to. Uh, we have a few more segments and just see what we need cool. to get to. Uh, we'll do our instant follow of the week real quick. I don't need to get too far into it, but I did just get one of their t-shirts and I still haven't worn it. So it's washed. It's ready to go. I'm super stoked about it. But Haramia Groves, um, they just nice. started their Insta maybe a few months back. Uh, it's our buddy Yashua uh, and he's got a killer 
This family's got a killer avocado grove up in San Marcos and he's trying to do more things, open it up, do tours. He, I think he's starting, or he's trying to figure out maybe do tours for like kids and stuff and kind of show them mm-hmm. around the grove. They're doing photo shoots out there. Uh, and then he, he, you know, if you follow him too, you'll know, and this is huge for avocados. You'll know mm-hmm. when so he'll collect some that, you know, aren't going to be able to go to market because they fell off the trees or whatever, but you get like three pounds of avocados for like five bucks or whatever. And all you got to do is mm-hmm. DM him and, you know, go meet him. And I mean, anybody who's bought avocados knows how expensive they are. So yeah, two pounds of them from a local grower. It's, it's great. So yeah. Um, yeah follow and they're killer avocados too. Yeah. My wife, Jewel is like, too, is- these are, uh, these are like the best avocado, like comparative to, to store-bought. She's just like, these are yep. amazing. So yeah, go yep. give them a follow at Haramio Groves. Agreed. Agreed. Already follow him. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> done. Done. Uh, all right. Now, one of our last Uh-oh. segments. Oof. Let's see. It's it's. I'm, uh, I'm getting nervous. What's in Cassie's brain? So I have a deck of cards here. <laughs> it's uh, it's called the interview deck, and I'm gonna pull Ooh. one. And we're gonna see. Um. <laughs> hold, Want to pull on. a different one? <laughs> I feel like we should. You should pull it before the episode. <laughs> Give me some time <laughs> to think about it. <laughs> okay, this is an easy one. So since uh, we don't have I don't, the other ones, are a little more thought provoking. This one's pretty easy. Cool. Is a hot dog a sandwich, and why? <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's it's funny. So the morning show I listen to, the the hottest debates are about food. Yeah, like what you know, what makes a lunch? What makes uh, you know? The same, this, I think this exact one was one of the questions. Uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> what makes what makes a sandwich is something between two pieces of bread. Uh, a hot dog is a hot dog between two pieces of bread. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So I mean, I would say, I'd say yes. Okay. Like, is a burger a sandwich? Yeah. A burger is a sandwich, right? I don't know. I'd have to debate you on that one. I would say no, because <laughs> a hamburger is a hamburger. Because it's a burger. Yeah. Yeah. And a hot dog is a hot dog. Um, it is if a tough you look question. At a me- it is. So if you look at like a restaurant menu, you go through and it's going to have the burger section. Yep. The sandwich section. And if they have hot dogs, I don't think they fit into either of them. Yeah. They either have their own section or, you know, it just says hot dogs randomly on the menu. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, I guess, yeah, uh, I guess, yeah, that's a good point on a menu. You're never seeing the hot dog in the sandwich section. No, I don't think so. At least uh, <laughs> I do like a, I, I do like a good hot dog. though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that's a, one of my go-tos. We have it in our fridge as one of our, our meals this week. Uh, we don't have the buns though. So we do need to get those, but here's your definition of a sandwich. We'll see if it, it, it I mean the definition, this is from Google, so it can't be wrong. Um, yeah. And it would, it would debate. I mean, it would agree with yours, with your um, reasoning, I guess. A sandwich, an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with meat, cheese, or other fillings between them eaten as a light meal. So, I mean, I guess you're right on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, it just, it kind of just makes sense. Uh, I I have, I'm going to add a little rent or a little uh, wrench in here though. A club sandwich 
has three pieces of bread. So, <laughs> so is it two sandwiches or, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. One and a half sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's, you know, just something, something else to think about, you know, when you're driving around. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other examples. Like I guess tortilla is not really bread. Pita. Yeah. That's a kind of a sandwich. Um, <laughs> the d- debate about what, is the difference between a burrito and a wrap is, you know, it's <laughs> can, a wrap can also is, be in that same is, is healthy. A burrito, you can put whatever you want in there. <laughs> uh, if you're ordering a wrap, it's gotta be like chicken and lettuce and tomatoes and fresh. And mm-hmm. I mean, you still put dressing yeah. in there, but yeah, <laughs> these are the debates that we will right. start to have so, on this I think, on this great new segment i love it <laughs> i thought it i thought it i mean we could we could keep going on this but let's we're gonna start um bringing you out so we get you out of here <laughs> we'll start maybe with that next time but uh i like it all right one more thing real quick and i'll give you guys an update every week but journey to a thousand is um full swing is in full swing yeah so we are almost one month in and i re- uh, after talking to you a little bit and chelsea said she was training. I was like, I should probably find a training regimen. But my goal this year is to run a thousand miles and I'm going to bring it up a little bit. And the end kind of like the last 26.2 miles or give or take Mm -hmm. is going to be a marathon, uh, self-induced. So I downloaded the, uh, the 18 week Al Higdon. Um, yeah, that's the one Chelsea told me to tell you. Yeah, that's, uh, (laughs) It looks pretty solid. I mean, there's some hard ones, obviously, some some big runs, especially towards the end. But that would be. Expected. I think 22 miles is the longest one, right? Uh, 20. So. Oh, 20. Okay. You have three Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You have some mid runs, and then Saturday is your long run. So about week 15 is your longest at 20 miles, uh, and then you work your way back down. And a lot of it's rest, which is good, which I learned. I'm gonna have to get new shoes because these ones are not gonna. They're you just good got for, new shoes. Well, I know, but they're they're. <laughs> I know they're more of like, if you know, they'll be good for baseball practice or coaching and they'll be good for mm-hmm. small jogs. But I think once I start getting up to a few more miles, it's not going to be great. So, yep. Agreed. Um, you can have to get some, some, some dad, sneakers. Actual, some actual, yeah. Running dad, dad shoes. So that'll be on the agenda, but yeah. Uh, so far I've, I think I just calculated I'm at 89 miles for the year. Um, You're getting and, there too fast. Slow down. Well, I had to, I had to up it. So I had to, cause October 16th is the, uh, the deadline now. Oh, that's right. That's the right. marathon. That's right. So during the training, I'm running 488.3 miles. So I need to get to the other 511.7 before I start my 18 week training. So journey to a thousand more details to drop. Follow me on Instagram every Monday. Uh, I'll have a, a little real little update what's going on. So, um, there's some other things in the works that, you know, some, charity stuff and some kind of like challenges and yada, yada. So it's going to be fun a whole year worth of running. (laughs) And I'm not (laughs) much of, I mean, I like running, but I'm not much of a runner. So you're faster on the bases. Yeah, that's short distance. I'll run that. But yeah, this is like, (laughs) it's like a, a a challenge. I might, my fun runs are like three to three and a half mile. That's I'm like, okay, cool. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to up that. Yep. You are. All right. Cool, man. Well, anything else we missed? I don't think so. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, It's a hot dog sandwich. That's going to be the title of it. So, (laughs) and arrowhead slash big bear. Yeah. Um, definitely hit me up. If you're thinking about going up, uh, already passed along or Chelsea did pass along, uh, arrowhead information, the house 
we say that was killer. So anybody thinking about going up there, affordable, good spot. So Cassie Lewis, re at gmail.com. Yep. Hit them up. Yep. Right on. Well, signing off. We'll catch you guys next week. 